Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. We are back for season 2023. Uh, Thursday Lines proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form, and welcome to Comics Lounge as a sponsor for 2023. Uh, it's good to be back and with me, the old one-two punch, uh, MG and Top Rope, as we say, uh, welcome to you two. And uh, Top Rope, I think old MG's had a very, very productive off-season. Uh, he's been to the opening of absolutely everything. I'm uh, I'm glad he can actually fit us into his schedule. So welcome, MG. That's a stitch up. That was not on the run sheet. <laughs> Over, he's going off script early. But uh, yeah, no, I've had uh, didn't have to uh, participate in the NRL uh, NFL podcast this season, so I left that to Top Rope and the boys. So yeah, I've had a good break and uh, ready to go for the uh, the footy seasons. And Top Rope, welcome back to you. It's always good to uh, to have you back with us. It's great to be here, OB. Um, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit surprised to see you. I thought the uh, the transition of power from uh, Gil to you would have gone a little bit more smoother, but I see you've uh, used the, the time to grow a bit of a depression view, but uh, good to have you back. Some of us will benefit, even if uh, you're not running the AFL just yet. Well, I think it's about round five's the handover, so <laughs> after that I might be uh, I might be scared, so that's okay. Uh, MG... Big off-season uh, for the AFL. Obviously, the grand final, Geelong um, Geelong absolutely thumped Sydney. We're interesting to see how the Swans come back from that. Uh, AFLW grand final, Melbourne defeated Brisbane, and that was a fantastic game up there in Brisbane. Plenty of new coaches, new captains, um, you know, the new player transfer markets. Um, you know, there's plenty of players that have tra- changed teams, some off-field action, some new coaches. Um, new captains and it's um yeah, it's all happening. What's been uh, what's been the highlight for you? Yeah, not as much going on at uh, Top Rope's uh, NRL. It's been pretty quiet in the off season. You were reporting to me this morning that it's been uh, just a spinnaker up down at uh, down at your beach house there. Not too many dramas haven't been called in the office for the off season. But uh, yeah, most of the uh, most of the actions actually happened around the a uh, lot of coach changes and uh, also the renaming of a lot of captains or sorry the naming of a lot of new captains. So. Um, more to more towards, I guess, the bottom end teams looking for uh, new leadership in both areas. So, yeah, there'll be uh, plenty of new faces, uh, especially in the coaches' box. Yeah, so Clarkson's uh, Alistair Clarkson's uh, gone to the Kangaroos. Ross Lyon back at the Saints. Adam Kingsley to GWS. Brad Scott at the uh, at the Bombers. Plenty of new captains around as well. It'll be interesting to see if Clarko actually gets to the line. Um, I'm sure he'll shoot his mouth off at some <laughs> stage and maybe not get there. So um, that's a little bit of a watch this space. He hasn't but- been suspended yet. <laughs> Not yet. He will. He will. Mark my words. He'll be. He'll be suspended at some stage. And Hawthorne are still. Uh, Hawthorne are still in the competition after their uh, treatment of him. Well, I think the author has. Uh, the author sort of retracted a couple of the. Uh, a couple of the comments, but anyway, that's still bubbling away. So we'll. Uh, we'll let that be for another day. And uh, plenty of new captains as well. Mg Dangerfield for the. Uh, for the premiers, they just get stronger and stronger. Darcy Moore, which would be good for the Pies. Um, shared down at the Kangaroos between Jai Simkin and uh, Luke McDonald. Uh, Jordan Dawson for Adelaide in just his second year. Zach Merritt for the Bombers. Sisley for the Hawks. Uh, Alex Pierce for Fremantle. Co-captains at the Lions in Neil and Andrews. And Toby Green, the solo captain under Adam Kingsley. So plenty of change there. Yeah, half, half the uh, half the teams um, have got new new leadership, new captains. So, yeah, the, the coaches, I tell you what, there's uh, there's not too many coaches stepping into uh, good seasons, I don't think, either. Those, those teams that you mentioned there are in for some rough rides as well for mine. So, yeah, the uh, the new captains, time times are changing. So, uh, yeah, plenty of uh, – I, I think probably – I still can't come to co-captains in sides. I don't understand that. Just pick one leader and go with it. I'm, I'm definitely against that. I'm surprised Brisbane especially went for uh, – 
the dual captains. Um, I think maybe Harris Andrews should have got it outright, but I understand why they've gone Neil. But yeah, North Melbourne have gone the same path. So interesting to see how it works out. And the NRL, uh, always some dramas in the NRL. Uh, the, the, the player dispute has finally been resolved, so we can actually play some footy. Uh, there's some new teams, the Dolphins. What, what are the expectations around the Dolphins for year one there, top rope? It's great we've managed to get to the NRL. You would have thought after such a quiet off-season, such a boring spot in the AFL, we might have led with the NRL being the day of the kickoff. But anyway, here we are. Uh, the Dolphins. Uh, look, Wayne's coaching. They haven't signed many good players. They're not going to be very good, but they will not be the worst team in the comp. Uh, always exciting bringing a new team in the comp, but I'll, I'll give the AFL this. When they bring a new team in, we actually try and support them. The NRL has just let the Dolphins give them a 13-month lead-in and let, just throw them to the wolves. So, um, yeah, haven't been done any favours. Good, lead, good leadership from PVL. Oh, well, well, PVL is not a big fan of uh, of your humble rugby league correspondent at the moment. Uh, it's just some comments, uh, some commentary on the players' dispute there, as, as, as you mentioned earlier, OB. But, uh, um, so maybe not as... Uh, <laughs> maybe won't be as sick of fans this year. And just as... Uh you know, creating headlines yourself there, a, a beautiful column that you wrote uh, spread over five days, the uh, the top 475 NRL players, uh, which sort of intrigued a few. Um, number one, James Tedesco, I think that sort of speaks for itself. Uh, number 475, Jaden um, what's, uh, yeah, what's What's the rationale behind that? Well, Jaden, so obviously you can't, there's a struck match between between you know, players 350 and 475 because everybody <laughs> played a game the year, year before. So it kind of come down to some personal things. And um, I do recall having a big bet on the game, uh, thinking Jaden Nicarima would be confident in the one game he played, and he was not. He single-handedly cost the storm and probably cost me quite a bit of cash. So a little bit of personal vengeance in there just to kind of help separate the, 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 the list. Well, let's hope the, uh, the Melbourne Storm boys don't... Uh... Don't see you at a pub on a uh, on a Friday night as uh, years have gone by. Uh, once again, some dramas off field for the NRL. Um, the St George uh, players just having a bit of a Barney before breakfast, uh, and a few of the uh, the few of the players' mothers just uh, you know uh, keeping each other company on the uh, on the inside. So uh, yeah, it was always something for the NRL. Uh, I'll tell you what, if, if, if the, the the players having a Barney after the charity shield has probably got the least offensive thing that happened to the Dragons this year. <laughs> They've got uh, they they started off the pre-season with uh, probably their brightest young star Talatawa Mone uh, getting arrested, uh, charged after chasing a man with his father across a roof with a hammer, and the man fell off the roof and uh, he subsequently been charged with uh, with assault. So he's in the the, the no fault stand down there. But uh, uh, yeah, then Cody Ramsey didn't do anything wrong, but he missed a year. He's uh, got a pretty serious illness. Uh, they had three players show up to their end-of-season awards night last year. So yes. culture's flying at the Dragons. So uh, Anthony Griffin, uh, not long for NRL coaching on the foot. And plenty of injuries leading into round one, which we'll cover uh, shortly. But uh, it's been a big uh, been a big few months since October, uh, MG. Argentina's uh, won the Men's Soccer World Cup, a great, uh, great betting market, a great betting tournament, I should say. Yeah. Uh, the Australian Open Tennis. Uh, Djokovic made it 10 and Sabalenka won her first uh, Grand Slam, uh, which you were all over. Yeah, Djokovic was a uh, yeah, good result. I think they um, they kind of uh, fell for, uh, I don't know, I'm not saying Djokovic's camp was betting at all. They probably, you know, a few of the uh, trainers might have been in and around it. But, yeah, he got, uh, I think he started just uh, north of even money and then uh, 
when he apparently pulled his hamstring, he got out as big as two to one on Betfair. So the people who uh, laid that have uh, learnt their lessons. So, yeah, he was uh, ridiculous odds from the start, I thought, in a very um, very shallow field and got the job done. So, yeah, he's only won 10 of the 11, the one he missed. He wasn't allowed into the country. So yeah, keep him out, I say. Keep him out. Terrible record. Uh, and uh, the women, the Australian women's cricket team have won their uh, 2020 World Cup. They've won six out of eight, just going from strength to strength. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, won a classic over the Philadelphia Eagles uh, in the Super Bowl. And then Rory McIlroy uh, won, won golf's uh, FedEx for 2022. So a bit happening there. And uh, top rope, uh, the golf always keeps us interested. Yeah, Charles Howe third won the uh, first limb of the for those inclined to, to promote this. Um yeah, no, golf's been off to a fly this year. The elevated events for the PGA Tour of uh, attracting major like fields. We've got 44 of the top 50 playing the Arnold Palmer this weekend. Um, obviously, the live chat's been going. We, we had a good chat about uh, the Netflix doctor, full swing. Uh, yeah, Joel Diamond sounds like a very good bloke. Brooks Kapka and his wife seem like absolute nut jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very intriguing. So, uh, golf's divided at the moment. I'd say in a pretty good spot. Uh, it's a thoroughly enjoyable well, tournament kind of by this stage of the year. We haven't even got to the players or, or, or the matches yet. So, um, yeah, some, some really good golf happening. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be mentioning the Masters closer to the tournament. Uh, as a little birdie trip heads over there as well. But uh, but right now it's time for Thursday Lions, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. MG will whip through uh, a few of the futures markets first for the AFL before getting into NRL round one. Uh, as we uh, look at the graphic there on the screen, um, oh, it's very dominant around those top four sides. Uh, you yeah. know, anything uh, anything uh, that can you know jump out at you at all? Yeah, we were speaking a bit early before the show started. I just think uh, you know the top end's chock full of talent, even though they look like some big prices there. I'm, I was early value, I think, is probably around the third line there, Brisbane, uh, 750 uh, and, and Richmond. I'm, I'm, are we just rinsing and repeating, are we? <laughs> is, it top, is this top rope on the storm? I, I feel a bit like top rope, yeah, rolling out Melbourne Storm every year. But, uh, yeah, I just like Brisbane's forward half at the moment. Their, their problem is going to be their defence. They've lost a key defender already, so they wouldn't want to have any more injuries back down there. But, yeah, their draw sets up well. They've been there the last couple of years. So uh, I think it's a pretty safe bet that Brisbane will get you to a top four Area come to the end of the year. I'm pretty keen on Richmond. They've recruited well in the off season, uh, and I think they'll bounce back. Um, from all reports, everyone everyone's up and going yeah. at this stage. Um, no, no pot definitely on Geelong. They're not going anywhere. Um, if anything, I think they've got a little bit better, and uh, with their home ground advantage, got a very good draw. Actually, when you look at their draw for a premiership side who was so dominant, remember their winning streak's unbelievable. And as you mentioned earlier, they won the prelim into the grand final by a huge margin. So. They're going nowhere, and Melbourne will be there as well. The bottom half of the the top four is more interesting, and I think there's only, as you can see there in the betting, with the, the gap from the Bulldogs to St Kilda, the top 10 only, and then there's a big drop-off. And I think this year you will see a, a, a real great divide between the bottom and the top, and there will be some um, annihilations, I think, as the year goes on. As we look at the final eight prices, uh, if we can uh, get those up, any any Anyone can jump in from last year. What uh, anyone you like? I know you. I know you're a bit of a bit of a fancy of Port Adelaide. Yeah, I think Port Adelaide. Well, Carlton. I think Carlton will jump in, even though they, you know, they had yeah. such a disaster finish. They probably, you know, all things being equal, should have made it. But yeah, statistics wise, I think they'll jump in, and I think Port Adelaide, and I think Bulldogs will just miss out. I think they'll be the ones to uh, make way at this stage. 
Okay, and then uh, the Brownlow Medal. Uh, obviously, that's a, a great betting market. Um, obviously, the names, Neil, Cripps, Oliver, Bontempelli, Miller, Brayshaw, Petrarca, Steele and Warner at $23. They're, you know, they're all some familiar names at the top there. Yeah, not too, too dissimilar to last year, actually. A lot of the names are pretty much the same. I don't think too much will, will change leading into round one. A lot of the top sides are represented there as well with key players. Remember, Cripps won by a vote to Neil last year. Um, if I was picking one of that front page, I, I would go Neil just for the fact that I like Brisbane. Um, I think he'll be helped a lot by Dunkley going up there in the midfield. I think he'll have a lot more protection. Also, captain this year might uh, just give him that uh, extra bit of motivation. So I'll be leaning Neil. As you said there, Warner on the bottom on $23. I don't think he's he's a bad bet as well. And I think Rosie from Port. I think Port might be uh, improving into the final eight. So I think there's one. If I was going to choose a bolter, I don't mind Jeremy Cameron. He scored 19 votes last year. Uh, and I think he will be very hard to beat for the Coleman this year. And if Geelong are a top two, top four side again, then uh, he might be a chance for the top five, top As 10. As we look to uh, look ahead to the Coleman medal, obviously Jeremy Cameron, the uh, favourite there at six seventy five. Tom Lynch at $8, Kerno 9 uh, from his Carlton teammate Mackay at 10 uh, McStay, Collingwood at 15 Hawkins at 15 We'll miss the first few weeks of the season. Peter Wright at 18 Taylor Walker, 22 Ben King uh, from the Gold Coast Suns at $26. I, you know, we spoke about it off air, but I'm a I'm a big Jack Gunston fan. Uh, have been for a while. I think he'll get enough supply, and uh, he's around the uh, the the forty dollar mark. Yeah, no pot there. Uh, like the top two, I think Cameron's got a tremendous upside. I like T Lynch from Richmond. Both those sides, I think, are going well. There's a few pots there. I think there's a few in that middle area. As you said Hawkins will miss early. I think the stay is way unders for Collingwood. I can't see him winning the Coleman Medal. Really like Gunston for Brisbane, and just a little smoke. I think Tabernay around the fifty one. Maybe even 67s out there for free. If he gets enough games under his belt, he's capable of kicking 60 plus. Absolutely. And the pre the AFL preseason matches continue uh, this weekend. Uh, it's the final round of the preseason uh, games for them. Uh, there's yeah a couple of good games. Three on tonight uh, this afternoon. Yeah. Um, anyone in particular that, uh, that takes yep. your fancy across the weekend? Yeah, it's three on each uh, the three days. Uh, really good match tonight. The last one is Brisbane-Geelong, so they're potentially the two of the top four sides for the year. So really competitive game, eighty at the moment for Brisbane and Geelong. Very good viewing. Uh, I like that one. On the Friday, we've got uh, the pick of them is going to be Sydney and Carlton. So at the moment, Sydney $1.66, a line of seven and a half there. I think that'll be a good contest to watch. And then on the Saturday the last game there, two potential top four sides as well is Melbourne v Richmond. Melbourne dollar sixty eight minus five and a half. So yeah, they're probably the three picks for the for the weekend if you're watching. Beautiful. Uh, and as we go to top rope, we'll just have a look at a few uh, futures markets for top rope. We've got the uh, the premiership odds there. Obviously, the Panthers going for the the three peat. They're at four dollars. The Roosters at five. Storm at eight. The Rabbitohs at nine. North Queensland Cronulla. Parramatta and Brisbane Broncos all in uh, all in double figures. Uh, any um, any value there, top rope? Yeah, well, you can lay Penrith to your eyes bleed, so um, betting around them is the, the, the way to play it. Uh, they've been big drifters in the market. They've uh, lost some players over the um, over the off season. Viliami Korosia, Viliami Kikia, Taylor May out for the year, and I think they're going to start the season pretty slow. Uh, they had 20 players at the World Cup, so most of their squad didn't uh, resume training until January. So um, I'd be, be taking them on. Uh, I like two teams this year. Uh, it will surprise uh, absolutely nobody that the Melbourne Storm is one of them. Uh, look, the best one in the comp. The concern with them is Pappenhausen's injury. 
he's out for a while. But looks like it's going to be Craig Bellamy's last year. Yeah, if they're going to do it, if they're ever going to do it for a coach, it'll be the year. So um, also, I think they've got a vastly improved Paco. Losing the Bromwich brothers and Kafusi is actually a major positive for uh, uh, for the Storm. We see Christian Welch back as well, who will captain the side. Roosters have the best roster in the NRL. They've added the cheese, Brandon Smith. I think he's going to be fantastic for them. Uh, they've got some concerns of their own, led by uh, Angus Crichton. Uh, we won't delve too deep into that, but uh, let's just say the mental uh, mental health issues uh, arose after a trip to Amsterdam. So, um, yeah, doesn't doesn't take a great mathematician to put uh, put that two and two together. Uh, so I, I don't know that we'll see Angus Crichton for the rest of the year. Uh, he'll at least be up for 10 weeks. So, uh, and they're going to reassess him then. So uh, big loss for the Chooks, but I think they've got a good side there. South's probably the only other legitimate chance. They've got uh, a lot of continuity going into the year. Haven't backed them, but, but would talk anyone off them at the $10. And there's a big drop after that. Over the Cowboys get a cushy run. They'll finish top four, uh, but probably, probably lacking the depth. To, to generally attempt for the title and same probably set for the Sharks. As we have a look at the final eight uh, prices, um, anyone outside uh, the, the the early favourites that you might see jumping in or anyone outside the top eight from last year that might uh, might creep in? Uh, no, I've got exactly the same eight as last year, which would be rare, but uh, the, the, the one bet you're going to find from me is uh, the Canberra Raiders to make the eight. I think you can get anywhere up to $2.25 is one of the great bets you'll have all time. Uh, no team since I've been keeping uh, records of the draw for about the last 15 years has been handed an easier draw than the Canberra Raiders have been given this year. They have eight games against top eight teams from last year. As I mentioned earlier, uh, I've got the eight pretty steady this year, so it'll be you know, the same, same again. I don't think any other team has less than 11, so uh, very, very cruisy run for the, um, for the Canberra Raiders. And I think they're going to get in based on schedule one. Beautiful, beautiful. And we did discuss the wooden spoon earlier when we um, when we introed the dolphins. Um, you uh, you don't think they'll win the wooden spoon? Who's your uh, who's your tip there? Yeah, I think the the, the, the dolphins won't be running last, and they're going to have uh, a pretty steady hand there. Uh, I think Jill sixty is very very short. Wayne Bennett is yeah you know, maybe not the best X's nose coach, but he's going to get enough out of them. They've signed a pretty veteran side there as well. I'll back two teams. I think the arse is falling out of the Dragons as we speak. They've had a shocking off-season. They've got a terrible roster. They can barely feel the side that's common in first grade. There's no place to feel more sorry for in the NRL than Ben Hunt, who's got to go out there and uh, uh, and lead that mob around. Uh, and the other team, I think, is the New Zealand Warriors. Shocking, shocking roster this year. Uh, uh, a new coach, who I think, is not going to go up with their best hire in their last three hires, but uh, still a pretty ordinary choice for their uh, for their coach uh, over there, and well, they're persisting with Sean Johnson. They've lost their exciting after a long-term hamstring injury. I think if one thing tells you how they're going to go this year, it's their three-quarter line going this week. They're playing Dale Matendis, Les Neff, Martello Montoya, and Braden Williami. So uh, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, it a long, long year for the Warriors. They sounded like uh, names that were 300 and above in a certain <laughs> column I read, I read earlier in the year, so it doesn't strike us with any confidence. Uh, as we look at the top uh, top try scorer uh, for season 2023, 20, Alex Johnson always at the top there. He's at $4.60. The next best is the Fox at O'Carr at eight fifty, and Xavier Coates at 13 Brayton oh at 15 and Tupu at $17. Anyone uh, tickle your fancy there, top rope? 
Yeah, I've been a couple of bets from that paper. It's about like taking such short odds, you know, for such a long-term market because you're always playing with injuries. But Alex Johnson has proven himself to be pretty durable through his career, and he's the first player since the 1930s to score back-to-back, to have back-to-back seasons of 30 tries, 30-plus tries. So um, outstanding. The the, the risk the uh, Rabbitohs attack isn't going uh, back with the ball. They've got to score plenty of points. Word is Latrell is, is is in peak condition and and he's going to be here and that's only going to benefit uh, Alex Johnson. So I'll be backing Alex Johnson. And I'm not high on the uh, Eels this year, but Mike Aceto is just a great try scorer. Uh, at $21, I think he's big, big value there because they, they've got fewer weapons to play with this year and, and, and Big Mike is going to be required to do a lot of the tries for him. As we now look ahead to round one, it kicks off tonight. Uh, <laughs> Parramatta versus the Melbourne Storm. It's the 7.50 game at Combank Stadium up in Sydney. Uh, the head-to-head, 2.05, the Eels, $1.77 the Storm. The line is two points even over and under 40 and a half. The Melbourne Storm have not lost round one under Craig Bellamy. That that could be one of the greatest stats in sporting history. Yeah, and this might be the last round one he's coaching, so perfect record. Hopefully it's not like the uh, the Undertaker at WrestleMania who carried that uh, unbeaten streak for such a long time and then lost, I think, his last WrestleMania. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, we're, uh, we're away with Craig Bellamy. I, I, I do think that stat is a pretty big guiding factor. To me, that stat tells me that no one works his team harder in the off season. No one gets his team ready to start well. And a bit like the a, a bit like the Waterhouse's training horses in Sydney. Bellamy is very much aware that if you're going to have a big season, you're better off playing from in front and not trying to chase down uh, chase wins at the back end of the year. And, and I, on that reason alone, I'm happy to back them. Both teams are missing a lot of players. The Storm have lost um, Pappenhaus and they've lost those three departures to the Dolphins. Justin Orms hurt. Uh, so they're looking pretty thin on their bench, but look, this is still a team that's going to wheel out, you know, Munster, Hughes and Harry Grant. I think their edges are going to be better. I think we should expect a big season from Ellie Katoa, the recruit from the Warriors, play on the uh, right edge. Very concerned about the Eels. They've lost their hooker, Reed Marnie. Josh Hodgson off an ACL, declining pretty quickly, looked very ordinary in the trials. I'm not sure the attack is going to be all that slick, and it wasn't all that slick last year, to be perfectly honest. Uh They've lost Ryan Madison suspended, Sean Lane's busted his jaw, some injuries to, to the outside backs as well. So uh, I think the Storm will win this. So I'm not, not a huge amount of confidence here, but I think Bellamy will have him ready and uh, um, happy to lay the As we look to the first of the two Friday night games, it's the Warriors and the Knights at uh, over in New Zealand. Uh, the Warriors are 52, the Knights 252, the line minus 5.5 and, and the over under 42.5 there. The Warriors' favourite in uh, what you're uh, tipping as one of the uh, wooden spoon fancies over there, Top Rope. Get your chips in and get them all in on the Knights. It's a silly, silly price in, in round one. The, the Warriors should be favoured by more than try over absolutely nobody, including the Orange Sims uh, and the St. Joseph's Campbelltown under sixes. They are a very ordinary team. Uh, Knights have won their last three against New Zealand. They've covered 10 in the last 15. The Warriors covered six of their last 15 as favourite, one of their last three favoured by more than four points. We've got to be with the Knights here. Don't want the Knights. Another little factor here as well. Adam O'Brien is very much on the verge of being fired here. He will be front-loading this season all the way, so he will be all in. But remember last year as well, the Knights had a very ordinary year. They beat the Roosters in round one, 20-6. So got a feeling O'Brien will have them geared up for this one. I think that 
a plus on the head-to-head so the way to close for me. And looking ahead in round one, the second, uh, the third game we'll look at is the Panthers and the Broncos. Very intriguing, this one on paper. Uh, this is the 8.05 game uh, on Friday night. The Panthers are $1.21, the Broncos $4.40, the Lion minus 12.5, over under 40.5. Uh, the Broncos have had very good publicity in the off-season and, uh, and Penrith sort of waning a little bit. This one looks quite intriguing, Top Rope. Yeah, I, I don't want the Broncos. This one, this is you know, obviously the Penrith celebration match. Uh, we uh, uh, present the trophy to, to, to the fans. Uh, don't don't love what Panthers are about. I thought they were very ordinary in the in the World Club Challenge. I think they're probably a month behind, month or two behind where they'd want to be in pre-season training. They've lost some key players. I don't think I, I don't think the, the the impact the loss of Apicius Carousel is had on the game of Nathan Cleary and. and Jerome is, is really known yet. But you've got a, one example of this is, um, yeah, Coruscant got bought into the Origin side last year just because Cleary likes early ball and likes clean ball and wants to be the one making the decision. Yeah, so Damien Cook had to, to, to go back to the bench where Mitch Kenny very much plays in the Damien Cook mold, not the Happy Coruscant mold. So I think we yeah, might take a few few pages there. Taylor May out for the year as well. Uh yeah, I like the Broncos getting a big start. They've covered five or six against the Panthers. They've covered nine of their last ten, getting eight or more points. And a little stat for you. Underdogs of eight or more in round one, dating back to 2008, cover at 70%. So uh, if there's an eight-plus dog in the, the game, you want to be on them. So I'll be taking the Broncos get a big start. As we look to Manly and the Bulldogs, that's the Saturday afternoon, 3 o'clock game, the a Manly Warringah Sea Eagles $1.57 against the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs at $2.40. The line minus 4.5, over under 43.5. The Bulldogs are forward, or the front row of the Bulldogs have been decimated by injuries. Uh, but Gus Gould says one thing we don't do is panic. Uh, but I think the um, yeah, I think I think the Bulldogs might improve this year, uh, top rope. Yeah, the Bulldogs are up for improvement. And also, the one, one, the one thing the Bulldogs might not do is panic, but the second thing they also don't do is hire Anthony Seabold. And Anthony Seabold in his first game in charge at Manly. Uh, this is going to be an absolute disaster. You've got, you've got all those guys who didn't want to wear the Pride jersey. Most of them are still there. You've got Anthony Seabold, a very, quite nicely, precocious uh, I'm not renowned for his communication uh, leading the way into the cesspool slash snake pit that is mainly Warringah uh, Seagulls uh, politics. I cannot wait to see how this year plays out. Uh, my tip is it's going to lead in one or two of the, tur- uh, the Turbo Boys, the Trevojevich Boys, uh, exiting Manly. I think it's going to go that badly. So, um, from, from a side point of view, I didn't mind the dogs when Lions opened. Uh, also, Thompson's Hurts a bit in Pangai Junior, but look, the, the key for the dogs is is getting Reed Marnie and Villiam kick out. I think they've become huge there getting four and a half points. I, I'm stunned by the line move here. Uh, best bet in the game, though, the over. You want to be on the over. The over in Manly against Brookfield, 16 and 6, 24 and 12 when they're favourite, hitting all six games when Manly are favourite of Cookie by less than a converted try. I think the over is a great play here. I'll be back in the Bulldogs. And we'll whip through the fifth game or for further analysis is the Sharks and the Rabbitohs. The Sharks 250, the Rabbitohs $1.53, the line four and a half over under 42.5 there, top rope. Yeah, did like South when lines open here, but uh, Mika Hines yeah, lines at the four and a half early season, big home underdogs. You've got to be with uh, the Sharks. So I'll be on the Sharks more. 
I think there's plenty of points in this one as well. Uh, last five between these two of top 40 plus. South's a big overs team as a favourite away from uh, Acorn Stadium, 33 and 30. So uh, I'll be in the over. I'll be having a little bit on the sharp spots. As we whip through the other three games very quickly, uh, the Cowboys at $1.35 against the Raiders, 3.20. The line minus 8.5, over under 43.5. Anything there for you, top rope? Big underdogs, uh, Canberra plus 8.5. Have to be on that. As we look towards the next game, the first one for the Dolphins, they're at $6 against the Sydney Roosters, $1.13. The line, 17.5, over under 45.5. Uh, the Dolphins, any hope? Uh, probably not a hope of winning, but uh, great hope of keeping it close. In fact, my bet of the week, the plus 17.5. Uh, I think they are uh, big home underdogs, uh, big underdogs in round one. Notable, too, that the Roosters uh, have covered just three of nine round one games in the Trent Robinson. Doesn't wind him up for round one. Lost to Newcastle last year. Got to be the Dolphins. As we look to the final game, is the West Tigers a dollar seventy against the Gold Coast Titans? Two fifteen. The line minus two and a half. Over under forty six point five. That's the six fifteen game on Sunday. Hardest game of the week. Leaning towards for the Titans these days. The only bet I will be recommending in the game though. Debutant winger Alafiana Khan Pereira. Anytime try score. You can get about two dollars twenty five out there. He's the fastest player in the NRL. He's he scored four tries in his, in his last preseason game. He's going to be an absolute superstar. And he's coming up against one of the biggest plonker backlines you'll ever see in your life in the, in the West Tigers. So um, if they can get him any half decent ball in some space, he's going to run laps around. He's going to be like that fast kid in under six. Under sixes touch footy, you just got to score by running around the entire team. So, uh, can't for any time try to That could be our favourite word of the year, plonker. There'll be a <laughs> few of them. But uh, just a reminder that uh, punters can locate the GGOA for $33 a week in the littlebirdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action. Uh, the options in the shop, uh, there's options in the shop, I should say, the Futures Punters Guide for $66 or the Season Package for $775. I know Top Ropes put a lot of time and energy into those in the off-season. So they're, uh, they're a great read and a great source uh, for punting for season 2023. Uh, the AFL Stings will be available next week, uh, MG. So uh, Top Rope, great to be back. Great to hear your dulcet tones again. Uh, great to see you up there in orange and looking beautiful and splendid as always. Uh, good luck for season 2023. It's great to have you back and we're looking forward to a great year. Yeah, uh, absolute pleasure you're back. It's uh, great to speak to you, OB. Great to speak to you, MJ. And uh, uh, very exciting. And this is certainly the uh, best time of the season when we can get to a podcast with uh, maybe 90% NRL and only 10% AFL. <laughs> that might do us for the rest of the season, I think, uh, Top Rope. Uh, but, MG, thank you. Uh, looking forward to uh, a bit more uh, in-depth next week with the AFL uh, betting action as well. But uh, that's a wrap for this week's Thursday Lions. Thanks to MG and thanks to Top Rope. A reminder, you can follow us on YouTube. You can find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all your good podcasts. You can follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and on Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Uh, we will see you next week. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters. Punters.